Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. So what's really going on here? The coronavirus vaccine being developed by Pfizer and BioNTech has been found to be 90% effective in preventing people from getting the virus. A surprise development as a 90% effective drug is more than was expected at this stage. But our chief medical officer, Dr. Tony Holohan, has given it a cautious welcome. Uh, Yesterday evening, he said it was more a reason for hope than celebration. And uh, Rebecca Barry uh, is supervising pharmacist for Lloyd's Pharmacy in uh, Limerick, who are Live 95's healthcare partners, and she's on the line. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm trying to understand this, Rebecca. I'm trying to understand how excited I should get about this news. You know what, Joe? We are all in such the doldrums at the moment, being back in lockdown again, and we all needed a bit of good news. And this genuinely is a really good news story. Um, a 90% success rate, response rate in a vaccine is really tremendous. It's very, very good. And um, the technology that's behind this vaccine is really technology that has never been used in vaccines before. So what they've done with this vaccine is is taken a little bit, a little slice of the genetic code of the virus. So it's not the full virus at all. It's a tiny um, part of the DNA of the virus that they've used. And when given to the volunteers, they elicited a really good response rate in 90% of the participants. And this wasn't a small trial either. So they had um, over 40,000 volunteers in this study, um, half of which were given the vaccine, half not. And um, so, you know, it's not a small trial. This is a big trial um, with really good response rates, you know. uh, uh, My understanding is that it was what was called a double-blind trial. So that the people giving it... And the people receiving it didn't Didn't know know which, whether they were giving the placebo, which is, you say, is the test bit, or the real vaccine. But but there is a suggestion it it hasn't been unblinded yet. So is that why there seems to be so much reluctance among the scientific community to get too excited about it? You know, we're only working off a press release at the moment. We don't have the full data, Joe, so... Um, this is just a press release from Pfizer. They haven't released the full data. So, and, and what, what has happened caution. to what has happened to Pfizer's stock? Um, yeah, it's got it's gone up. So absolutely. you know, I mean, in the end, and and you know, I I'm not suggesting for one second that what Pfizer is saying isn't accurate, but it isn't the whole story. And obviously, it benefits Pfizer if they're the first out there with this extraordinary, it appears, vaccine. Then that's great business for them. Absolutely, and. Um, we we can't give our full analysis of it until we get the actual data. Um, but the Pfizer's response to this, you know, the the excitement on um, from their um, press release is palpable, and you generally you don't get um, that type of language used normally in. Um, pharma companies when they're releasing data, you know. The the other thing about this is, um, and I know they've already been talking about this in the UK, because Mm -hmm. they're talking about distributing this potentially through GPs, is that it needs two doses, two separate doses, and the way it's distributed, the way it's stored, and indeed maybe the way it's given to patients is very complicated. 
Yeah, it's not a simple one. So this vaccine um, certainly initially needs to be stored at um, super cooled temperatures. So it's minus, minus 80 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Minus Wait. 80 degrees. I mean, what's our fridge, for example, in, in, in the kitchen? Oh, our fridge is only between 2 and 8 degrees. So Un- not even minus two, so or, or two, plus and two. Our regular freezers would be, um, the little freezer box in our fridge would be minus five. The chest freezer would be um, colder again, but nowhere near those temperatures. So um, this will have obviously huge implications for um, transporting it. But um, they've also put in huge work with their logistics partners into um, organising and um, getting things up and running now and organised mm. now so that when it comes to distributing this, the, that they'll be ready to go. You the, know? the other thing, Rebecca, is the EU hasn't done a deal with these people. Um, Pardon? I, I don't think the EU has done a deal with these people. No, not that I'm aware of. So no. we're an EU country. So the UK, who aren't in the EU, I believe, have done a provisional deal. So they will probably get access to this long before we do. And there's another key point here, which is the safety of it is not known yet in, in real terms because so of the size of the released, trial. They did release with the press release some details about the safety and there were no major safety concerns at this point. Um, obviously, they haven't had long enough to see the long-term um, safety risks with it. But certainly in the short term, in the time that the trial has been running over, there were no major safety concerns, which is a good thing. Well, you know? well, a straight um, question for you as a pharmacist. You're, yep. Would you be happy to be first in line to get this? Uh, on the preliminary data, yes. I'd want to see the full data, but um, initially, yes, on the data we have at the moment. Now, they aren't the only people who are making progress here. There are a number of other companies developing vaccines. Absolutely. Yeah, worldwide, there's lots more in the mix. Um, there are, there's a big one coming from Australia um, at the moment. They're, they're all around the world. The entire scientific community at the moment seems to be working on COVID vaccines and COVID treatments, um, COVID tests, everything COVID related. There's huge resources going into it. And um, really, things are happening at lightning speed. All of the safety um, hoops that the companies have to jump through still have to be jumped through. They're just happening faster because so many resources have been put into it that they are um, recruiting people faster than before. They're getting people through the trials. They're getting the numbers of people vaccinated um, quicker than they would normally. So... um, all of those safety steps, regardless of um, how big the trials are, still have to be gone through or they won't get approval. And, I mean, will the vaccine cost the patient? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, I, I would foresee that certainly in Ireland, the government um, and the HSC would make a decision to fund this because uh, the cost to the economy of lockdowns is so enormous that you know, a very quick cost-benefit analysis would show the benefits of this weight would far outweigh. And, um, and would you see, I mean, pharmacies like yours at Lloyd's, for example, being able to distribute the, the such a, a vaccine? Uh, that will remain to be seen uh, based on if it's that Pfizer vaccine that needs to be at super cool temperatures. Um, obviously, that will have impact on how it's rolled out because GPs and pharmacies wouldn't have those type of facilities. So, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I just don't know enough about it yesterday. That's fine, yeah. And one last question. I mean, when the, the experts in the UK made a lot of headlines yesterday by saying we'll be back to normal by springtime. Yeah, wouldn't that be a nice thing to say? Yeah, look, um, it takes time to roll out a vaccine. I'm sure governments around the world will be putting as much resources if this, if, if any of these vaccine candidates are um, getting through to the stages where uh, populations can be vaccinated, I'm sure the full resources that can be put to it will be put to it to get the, this rolled out as quickly as possible. Okay, well, listen, thanks very much, Rebecca. I think today listeners know quite a bit more about this now than maybe the headlines uh, that they were seeing and hearing and reading uh, on social media yesterday. So we we do appreciate your time and your expertise as always. Uh, Pleasure, Joe. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Uh, That is Rebecca Barry, Supervising Pharmacy from Lloyd's Pharmacy here in Limerick. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.